0: We ready
1: <laughs> ready ready
0: all right let's do this I know you guys heard an additional voice but we'll get to that in a second ladies and gentlemen and all those in between and outside of those constructs welcome to another episode of the samurai professionals podcast the podcast where two or maybe three young professionals get together bring issues to the table and chop it up this is episode 50 50 who would have Thought we would have got here. Episode 50. I am your co host, Marvin, aka Young Saint. Why is God blessed walking out of your parents' bedroom after relieving your mom's stress? Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best hoe my next hoe. The type of nigga you thought you could step over. Your girl tastes better in the morning like a slice of pizza. I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. Ready to turn sundress season into undress season. That Man Beyond. The latest CDC recommendation is a dose of me because I'm your boy Vax Kellerman. And the man to the right of me can only be.
2: He's that man beyond. I ain't no sidekick, but I be robbing. A real man of still. Get it? Man of still. I school old hoes, so I guess I'm Professor X. Mm. Not Scott, but it's my summer. Mm. Fuel up the Blackbird. We mm. only go one way on this runway. I'll show you how to do this, son. One day. Who else but me? The F and F and D. I can only be who I say I be. Frank, let's chop it up.
0: Let's chop it. Well, you know what? Not yet. With this being the 50th episode, we figured what better way to celebrate than to bring on one of our own to maybe do a podcast that we thought about doing almost seven months ago, but it didn't happen due to some complications. So I just want to introduce our pod sister, who's on the left of me, me
3: I am me and the only thing I care to be known as is the host of the Simple Politics Podcast.
0: And there you have it. That's, De- Del- yeah. Delmi, nope, nope, me okay, We didn't yeah. come in. Any- Did you hear? <laughs> no, no. Did you hear all this?
3: Yes, and I, this? I love y'all's introductions. They crack me up every every Monday or Tuesday morning, depending on when I hear. And, and that's great, and I I'm not creative as you guys, so yeah,
0: that's it. <laughs> Mr. Unproblematic, <laughs> but I'm still a problem. I wrote new shit, and that's what <laughs> you're gonna yeah, come yeah, with.
1: That, that was yeah. new bars. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I I don't do bars. That that's all you guys. No, sorry.
0: My political lyrical sister. I don't know. Understand? <laughs> I like. No I I don't miracle. understand.
3: <laughs> I don't know. There's tons of political. No, no lyrical,
0: sorry. Oh, my goodness. I know, I know. You have to understand.
2: You could have next... played with the don't do bars. You could have said, I don't do bars. I stay sober.
0: Okay. Or I don't like do bars, bars. I stay out of jail. I taste or, like, better you than have...
2: leftovers.
3: <laughs> you could have so played you with that. You could have just ghostwritten for me then. Why Why didn't y'all think of that <laughs> sooner? I would have appreciated the ghostwriting, you know, unlike Cardi, who... Writes her own stuff supposedly.
2: I got I mean, you. I'll be your Quentin Miller.
3: <laughs> I appreciate it, but um, yeah, no, that's that's all there is. I'm sorry, Marvin.
0: Nah, you good. You good. <laughs> you good. I mean, you know, it's only the fiftieth. You know, right? and
3: I'm very excited for you guys. That's nah, it's a cool. lot.
0: It's it it is a lot. Goddamn, it's a lot.
3: <laughs> It is
0: a lot. But, I still um,
3: remember I've never heard the first, by the way.
0: And you never will.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank God you haven't heard the first. It's I'm aware. so bad. Yeah. It's horrible.
3: It literally <laughs> is
0: extremely horrible. You, what is horrible about it?
3: just a quick reason why. Why is it horrible?
0: Okay. Quick reason why, since we're since we're being all retrospective at, at
1: 50. <laughs>
0: Quick reason why the first episode will always be the most unheard. It will be unheard. Unless we get like a Patreon and you guys can... If you want to pay to listen to a horrible episode <laughs> with horrible audio and two people who spend the first 45 minutes just talking to each other like they're talking on the phone, then yeah. We had
2: absolutely no idea what we was doing. <laughs> absolutely none. none.
0: None. I can't even... Honestly, can't even tell you what the topics of the first podcast was. And I have it. I have it on the hard drive. Can't even tell you what the topics of the first podcast was. It was well, trash.
3: Maybe, first- maybe <laughs> at a hundredth episode, you guys can release like a snippet or something.
2: That's an idea. It's an idea. Probably release like <laughs> 10 minutes of it or something.
1: <laughs> definitely
3: an 10 idea. minutes that don't sound too crazy.
2: You know what? We probably could do it to show a comparison where we started off and where we're at yeah. when we get to a hundred episodes.
1: Yeah. So people
2: could see the growth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You
0: can go to episode two and see the growth. You can go to episode two. You, and, get, you, you don't die do and go that to episode too.
1: one. <laughs>
0: Man, episode two is still, still trash. Like it's better. <laughs> it was trash you could put outside. It's not. You know, like oh you got gosh. some trash. You know, you got some trash that you'll you'll just throw in the trash can, out in the front. Like you know, you'll just throw it in the kitchen trash cans. Like it's nothing. But then there's certain <laughs> trash. That you are so embarrassed about, like like maybe you pissed your, your underwear, that you literally take it. I think they're doing fire card, fireworks outside my house. Oh.
2: Let's hope.
3: <laughs> no, hold on.
2: Because <laughs> we are nowhere near the fourth.
3: No. Do y'all celebrate that?
2: I go to barbecues. Oh. I do that part. Um, I hang out with friends that I care about, but as far as celebrating America's independence per se, not really.
0: Fuck it. But what was I saying before all that?
1: You
2: was talking about pissy oh. draws in oh. your so, hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you ever, if if you've ever, you know, you know, you may you may you may have had a little dream about some water in the bed, and you you know you piss a little draw, You take that and you stuff that shit all the way down to the bottom of the trash. That's not trash. You just throw out for the world to see. That's trash you throw all the way down. that's what episode one is. It's that level okay. of trash
1: oh okay
2: basically right, saying well. we completely pissed ourselves in audio form
3: oh correct I don't okay I don't wanna I don't wanna know anymore
0: <laughs> you 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 really don't <laughs> you really don't uh anyway, getting back on track actually <laughs> actually. Delmi brought up a good point talking about uh, ghost writers and people who don't uh, write their lyrics and shit. So I'm (laughs) I'm going to just go ahead and start the first topic. Trick Daddy was trending this week. I'm sorry, I can't even, I'm, I'm not. I can't call him that. Maurice Samuel Young was trending this week because he decided to wake up and be a dumbass. He hopped on Clubhouse opened up the hole in his face and said that Beyonce doesn't give back to music, she doesn't write her own music, and she can't sing.
2: Thoughts. No, 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 no. Before we... With the thoughts, he said a lot of wrong things. He also talked about Miss Miss Nose Carter. He also talked about her husband. What did he say about that individual? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. Let's pace ourselves. Oh, okay. Let's pace ourselves. <laughs> All right. Demi, would you like to go first?
3: Sure. Um, okay. I I I don't get it. I don't I don't get that. I mean, why? Was, did someone specifically ask him? Because I didn't see the whole thing. Did someone ask him like who's a bad singer or or who do you decide? Like, why bring up
1: Beyonce's person?
0: name was brought up in a conversation, okay. and he decided to throw out his ever so unsolicited opinion. <laughs> as Frank likes to refer to them, the dick pic of opinions, because dick pics are usually unsolicited. Yes, Uh, they
3: are.
0: He decided to, like I said, open up the hole in his face uh, (laughs) and say that she doesn't give back to music, she can't sing, and she doesn't write her own music. And just for clarity, rappers are the only people who get extra clout for writing their own music. Like, in no other genre is that, like, a requirement.
3: thing, Yeah.
0: It's it's an it's a it's a one up if you're if you have a good pen, sure. Right, it's a one up. But even here, here's here was one of my bigger issues with it. He's saying shit that even the haters. <laughs> I'm at war with myself in this <laughs> conversation. Okay, so on, understand go who on, I am. let me speak let me, my piece. Oh no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you yours. I, let oh, me, Okay, I'm at war with myself. Okay, so <laughs> at heart. I'm a Miami nigga. You know, I grew up here. I'm a homer. I love my people. I, I do. <sighs> but I'm whole hive. I grew, <laughs> I am beehive all the way through. So I'm at war with myself. Because the Miami in me is like, trick a classic. Trick old school. Trick trick is,
3: trick is
1: Miami. a
0: lot of what Miami music, when you think about it in our past, yeah. sounds like. But uh, can't can't I can't I can't go with that. Trick who who I'm sorry, Maurice, who decided to say that Beyonce doesn't write her own music. Beyonce has penned many many classics. She literally wrote Survivor, a song that's bigger than Trick Daddy's entire career. Say what you want, hmm. say what you want. I bet you any of the niggas in the comments. I bet you not gonna argue with me. You can say what you want, because baby I'm a thug, trick love the kids, all of that stuff. As big as you think it was, it wasn't bigger than Survivor. No. And we could talk about the the, the 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 strong lyrics of Survivor, which I mean I'm not gonna say that they were, but Trick ain't never pinned nothing that big. No. And then and then, like Frank said a little earlier, he compared, he said, Beyonce is to music as Jay-Z is to New York. Which, to me, was, what the fuck are you trying to say?
2: (laughs) Hold on. Before you get continue with that, I'll just say this. Much like yourself, I'm Miami through and through. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. Simple as that. And everything he said about Beyoncé is just wrong. To say that she can't sing, to say that she doesn't contribute to music, or... Or she doesn't contribute to anything outside of herself. It's just wrong. Yeah. You come off as ill-informed, and you look bitter. And for lack of a better description, you just look like a hater. Simple as that.
3: Like, aside from her artistry, because she's a fucking artist, she has done a lot outside of music as well. Just because she doesn't publicize it, doesn't mean it's not happening.
2: The victims of... Let me help us out here. What was the name of the major hurricane that hit uh, the Houston area a few years ago? Was it Uh, Maria?
3: There was Harvey, I think. uh, Okay, Harvey. That's
2: that's who it was. Uh, There were victims of Hurricane Harvey that received relief from checks that Beyonce and Jay-Z have written. Did they go on record and say, hey, we're doing this? No. The reason the public found out about it, because the people who are the recipients of that money said, hey, look, we got help from these folks. And it was a lot of them. Yeah. Not only that, I mean, there have been other events where, during the Ferguson riots, when people were getting arrested, a lot of people was bailed out due to Beyonce and Jay-Z's dollar. Yeah. So it's not just music, like, These people give back to their culture. They give back to their people. And most importantly, Beyonce don't do shit to nobody. (laughs) Like, I can understand if you're mad at Jay-Z for whatever reason, because there's times where, you know, he might rub somebody the wrong way due to something in his past or whatever, or how he might have treated Dame Dash, or um, that one time he struck a female reporter. Like, if you want to... You know, if you hold grudges for those things, I can understand that. But in all honesty, what can you honestly hold a grudge against Beyonce for? Yeah. And if she has done something bad, it 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 was never publicized. So apparently,
0: rumor has it that uh that Trick Daddy, I'm sorry, that Maurice had a crush on one of the girls who got kicked out of Destiny's Child. One of the first girls who got kicked out of <laughs> Destiny's Child this is this is this is what rumor rumor has it Uh that he had a crush on one of them and ever since then he's he's had he's felt a way about beyonce because he felt as if she had a true hand in getting rid of said person
3: oh well that's childish as fuck i
0: mean this is this is like this isn't the first yes. time Maurice oh, has has no. embarrassed me or <laughs> yeah. has disappointed me in any way. This isn't the first time. I'm not like I'm actually I'm not like too shocked by it. Um, I just don't understand that. I like I honestly I don't mind Beyonce hate because I get that. Like I get people. Everybody's not gonna like everybody. Some people right. may like Rihanna over Beyonce. Some people may like uh, I don't know. Whoever, I don't know. give
2: me another one. Whoever. Right? If you like somebody over another person, that's normal. That's fine. Everybody has who they love. Yeah. But that doesn't give you a reason to hate the next. Like, just because... Okay, quick sports. Just because I love LeBron doesn't mean I hate Kobe. Nor does it mean that for you. Just because you yeah. love Kobe doesn't mean you hate LeBron. It. You can... You can appreciate one without hating the other. It doesn't take away from Kobe that LeBron existed. And vice versa. Yeah. So just because Beyoncé is not your cup of tea, maybe it's Adele. Maybe you love Adele's voice and you don't love Beyonce's voice as much. Doesn't mean you have to hate Beyonce. It's just, <laughs> hey, Adele is more your cup of tea. Right.
0: Agreed. I, I I think, I think honestly, I think the I think the 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 cocaine is starting to get to my dog. <laughs> I think mm. the Boonkin Hennessy oh. is starting to really catch on, and he's yeah. not thinking it's clear. Um. No. I just I, other than that, I don't really have too much to say. Like this isn't me like, oh Marvin's gonna cancel Trick Daddy. I when is the last time Trick Daddy? When is the last time Maurice put out something that I supported? Like what is the, When the last time? What when the last music he put out? You was like this the one I'm gonna support this. I'm, I'm gonna listen to this. When is the last time he put out anything?
2: You can't fuck with the South.
0: Exactly. So, I can't cancel him. Because, I mean, what am I going to do? Withdraw my non-support? Like, I how am I going <laughs> to cancel him? I can't. Yeah.
2: And as a rapper, he annoyed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but real quick. As a rapper, he annoyed me when he said, uh, Jay-Z can't rap. Or Jay-Z has never been the top rapper in the game. Like, dog, where have you been the past 20 years? Pretending that... Pretending that Florida, Alabama,
0: Georgia is all of the United States.
2: (laughs) Somebody should have asked him. When he said Jay-Z ain't never been a number one rapper, they should have simply asked him, okay, who has been? He can't tell you.
4: The only one he
2: could possibly throw out is Lil Wayne when when Jay-Z said he was retiring and Lil Wayne had his monster sprint. Okay. If you wanted to say Little Wayne in that moment, cool. But even then, it took Jay-Z to to slow down on his music for Little Wayne to claim that title. So, other than Little Wayne during that long span of time where Jay-Z was dropping album after album every summer, who was the top guy in the game? I'll wait.
0: Cuz they can't name it. Here's 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 another here's another way how Maurice fucked up. Maurice pissed off a group. <laughs> That you probably shouldn't piss off. There are four groups in the world that you probably shouldn't piss off. In America. Yeah. The IRS. Sure. The NRA. The LGBTQIA+. <laughs> plus.
1: Mm-hmm. Hopefully
0: I got my letters all in order. I think so. And the Beehive. There's just four... This is four groups you probably shouldn't fuck with. And boy... <laughs> Did they, The one thing that, that Maurice is doing right now that seems to be bringing him any money is being the face of that restaurant over there by the canal.
2: Have you eaten there? No. Neither have I.
0: For what I hear, everyone, everyone I know that's, that's eaten there has said that it's a little too overly seasoned. It's a little too salty. And for black people to tell you something too salty, it probably is too salty. This is, this, is <laughs> this is my opinion. This is my opinion. Just my opinion. But you, his his, his that restaurant down. went from oh, like a four or five to like a two point six in yeah. the span of an hour. Oh yeah. Oh, they're not. They're not like. What was he? I'm just trying to. And, and first of all, Hive Hive. I'm talking directly to y'all. I love us. <laughs> I love how quickly we mobilize. Sometimes I know that these were probably this is the young hive, the Older hive. We were at work. We like we we support y'all from a distance. We don't really get, <laughs> like I care, but I ain't care enough to go find find a website, get on Yelp, do all like I I don't care enough. So young hive, appreciate y'all for doing the legwork, get being on the what is it that you when being on the on the grounds? What what is it? The ground floor, the grassroots. It was a very grassroots movement. The it way was. you guys mobilized, and I appreciate what you did. No knock. I have no argument here.
2: But. What'd you say? I said but.
0: No
2: buts. There's no buts. <laughs>
0: no, nah, no buts. I have no, oh, okay. I have no argument. I'm happy about that. I was reading some of the reviews. They were like, you know, they got roaches in there. The food stank. The, 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 you go in there, the service is bad. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problem with any of the things I read, I was like, yep, yep. I haven't even been there, but I bet it I bet it smelled like roaches. Somebody said it smelled like roaches. And I was like, there's another question I probably should ask you about how you know the smell of roaches, but I'm going to just trust you and be like, you know what? They are, their place smell like roaches. You right.
1: You right. Yeah,
3: it's on the internet, you so it never must be been,
2: true. I mean, I've been to a few roach-infested places, and they usually have a unique stench. So if somebody says it smells like roaches... I can see it. <laughs> not saying his restaurant smells like roaches, but if somebody went somewhere and they'd be like, "Damn, it's probably roaches here." I could smell it. I wouldn't call that person a liar. I'd just no, I be wouldn't. like, I would. Oh, no. yeah. I can I can see that. It's almost like when somebody said, "Oh, it smells like rain." Kind of like that.
0: No. That's <laughs> <laughs> not know
1: what to say.
0: Cuz you know, if you're from if you're from Miami or any part south you know in the in the in the tri county area you know we we're raised to be like you will walk outside and be like you know what it smells
1: it's like my, rain.
0: hey it smells like it's going to rain yeah anywhere else people would be like what the fuck are you talking about
1: but oh, you I get something
0: in the air <laughs> yeah
3: we don't get a lot of I, rain over here
0: so see yeah. that must and suck. you and you know that that distinct <laughs> moment you get out you're like you know what yeah it's, yeah. it's probably going to rain
2: I can yeah. taste it in the air.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: What you I say? Smells like racism?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that wouldn't be so surprising over here either.
0: I mean, I mean, but Hive, I appreciate y'all. Um, y'all told Trick Daddy, you must not know about me. <laughs> you must not know about me. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, y'all, y'all take care of that. And I appreciate y'all. That's literally all. Like, I this is this really. Talking this about really people
2: like that. What
0: happened?
2: I said he damn near fifty talking about people like that.
0: Dude, I I'm good. I I don't know There's what else no to no say. Point. It's something. It's something. You got to be. Beyonce don't bother nobody. You know how bitter you got to be to go at I somebody know. who don't bother nobody.
3: Yeah, she doesn't even post like. She Hardly. Do for music. She gave <laughs> you the
2: Bailey girl. She gave you Chloe, Chloe, and what's and her sister. Haley?
3: Haley, yeah.
0: Chloe and Hallie
2: And Chloe and oh, Hallie There we sorry. go.
0: Thank and you. Both of you are horrible for not remembering sister. <laughs> I know
1: Chloe
2: name. though. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember Chloe.
0: I mean, I'm sure you guys remember Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's a bit more in the in the in the in the social media atmosphere now more than ever.
2: But right. only she just Hallie did a performance and killed it. Yeah, killed it. What it was like, Good Morning America.
0: Yeah. Yes, it was actually a. Yeah. re... She was actually reperforming something she performed at the Juneteenth event uh, that got yeah. a little bit of controversy actually uh, because they said she was a little too suggestive in singing a song.
2: Yeah, I don't that's see how people a got that. Song. I mean, I didn't get that from the performance, but. I mean, to each his own. <laughs>
3: everyone has an opinion.
2: Of course they do. Oh, of
3: course.
0: Of course. Everyone has an opinion about everything and everyone. And unlike what some people say, I believe opinions can be wrong.
2: They can be. Trick Daddy's opinion was wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very, very wrong. I'm not going to get an argument out of me. I'm sure there's some people who like, yeah, finally, someone said it. Beyonce can't sing.
2: Sure. Sure,
0: half on I give
2: you 48 hours. Find one. Yeah. 48 hours. Find <laughs> one. Find somebody that agreed with Maurice. Not even Carrie Hilson would agree with Maurice.
0: Oh, not now. Oh. Carrie learned her lesson. <laughs> 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 Carrie's sitting in this in the cancel section right now, still trying to figure out what the <laughs> fuck happened. That hive came through like a whirlwind.
2: <laughs> Shut a, that she's shit sitting in the cancel down. section.
0: <laughs> I'm sure this is gonna be a great episode for Love and Hip Hop Miami. I'm sure this is gonna be the thing that people are gonna talk about. Because I mean, people finally are talking about Maurice and Maurice. Congratulations on the fame that Beyoncé gave you this week. God bless you. Right.
2: Yeah. You know it'd be crazy if she takes one of his old beats and samples it on another song and just completely blows that song up.
0: She <laughs> she'd have to get clearance from him anyway, so I highly doubt it. You that. don't
2: think as a businessman if Beyoncé wanted to take your song, you wouldn't Stop. give it to her? No.
0: You're talking about no. somebody who has no sense I'm talking about as a businessman.
1: No.
0: No. I th- I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, Earlier this week, the NFL had some shakeup. I don't know if I'll really call it a shakeup. Uh, The first active player in the NFL came out as gay. Raiders defensive end, Carl Nassib came out as gay. He's the first active player in the NFL to come out as gay he went on to see, he went on Instagram made it made his whole announcement said that that he just wanted to say this he's been meaning to say it for a while but he feels like this is the right time and he made the announcement to the world it clearly went viral tell me what are your thoughts on this
3: I mean I think it's great you should live in your truth um but in that sport, it's probably going to be a little tricky, I think, um, just because of the rampant homophobia and racism of the fans and probably some of the players, but, um, I think he's got some support and I did also like that he's partnering with the Trevor project and donating money to them, um, which helps with suicide prevention, I believe, uh, for LGBTQ youth. Um, so I'm very excited for that, um just because a very public figure who's in that sort of environment to come out that way, that, that was awesome.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, I agree with you. It, it was a, it's a step towards something. I feel like that, I feel like that's definitely, that was my, that was my first thought. Like this is a step towards normalizing some things. But before I, before I jump in, Frank, let me get your thoughts.
2: I thought it was um, definitely it's a cultural milestone. I mean, you've had players who at the end of, well, yeah, at the end of their careers, they uh, they came out the closet. I think this is the first time you uh, not first only had... Player. Excuse me?
0: He's the first active
2: player. Right. First active player. Not only is he the first active player, it's not like he's at the end of his career. He's still productive, you know? And he came out and again, I think that's a milestone. Um, I'm I'm fine with it. Only thing is I would say I agree with him. I would like for it to get to a point where, you know, someone didn't have to do that, where it's accepted by everyone and it's no longer
1: breaking it's news. no longer
2: news, right. Yeah. You know, just let people be who they are. Um as far... And just responding to the point you made, me about it being tricky. Honestly, I think he might have some, you know, ignorant teammates that may treat him a little differently. But I think that would probably be small in the grander scheme of things. I think he may get more issues from fans who are ignorant to to the situation.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. I don't think homeless... Well... I don't think homosexuality is anything new in the NFL. When we were at Alapata, I don't know if you guys ever took woodshop. Did no, you? I did not. Okay, so the woodshop teacher we had at Alapata, um, he played in NFL. He played for the oh. Bears and he played for the Dolphins. And I remember one day in particular, he was telling us he was telling us stories about when he played, and the topic of homosexuality came up. Um, And he told us about when he played for the Dolphins, there were two linemen on the team. And everybody knew, everybody on the team knew these guys were gay. It wasn't public news or anything, but everybody on the team knew the guys were gay. And we asked him, like, how did y'all feel about it? And he was like, they never tried us, so we didn't care. They went out and did their job, and that was that. So it's one of those things where, you know, maybe a large, maybe the teammates, might not say anything. And it's not that they don't know. It's just, hey, we're here to do a job. As long as you're going out and performing, we don't care. You know what I mean? It's not like he's hitting on his teammates. <laughs> right. He goes out there, he does, he does his job, he goes home to his life, and they do the same with theirs. As long as you're helping us win, we don't care who you go to bed with. And I think that's probably the attitude of most of his teammates. Now, the fans, they may have you know a different set of imagination where it's like oh well he's probably looking at them in the locker room and he's probably you know doing this and doing that cuz again they don't know and they're going to assume the worst yeah so he would i would think he would get it the worst from fans like that that are vocal about their negative opinions more so than his teammates i think his teammates are going to be fine and i would like to assume they'll support him and i hope they support him
1: i
0: agree i, I agree I agree. Uh, I I do want to say for those who are like rather tired of the grand announcements and all of the hey, I don't want to make this a big deal, but I'm going to put it on Instagram to make this a big deal type of thing that people are doing. um, I understand how that like I want to get to a point where that doesn't have to be a thing. Like no one, I don't walk around announcing who I'm sleeping with, right? So I don't think it should be required for someone to do so. But I understand the the reason why he had to, because he stands up for people who, who are still afraid to do so. I'm fine with that. I think we should get to a point where, like, I, I don't need to know who you sleep with. Like, honestly, who you sleep with has absolutely nothing to do with getting the job done on the field. I mean some people say you shouldn't have sex right before right before you you know go out and perform and you know, like play basketball or some shit. Yeah. That's like some like old myth. But other than that, you that that can be done with anybody. I'm just saying, I don't think anybody cares. Like honestly, it shouldn't be a big deal. Um a lot of things that here's just where my brain went when it happened, right? I'm watching as the NFL responds and is in full support of him <laughs> and he has the the number one selling jersey the next two or three days after. Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I understand people rallying around him. Like I, I'm in total, I, I totally understand that. But I know, I just feel like had this been five years ago, <laughs> we would not be having this conversation.
2: If I'm not mistaken, it was roughly, well, maybe a little more than five years ago where you had Michael Sam who played for Missouri. Um, He came out during draft time. He came out as, you know, gay. And I want to say he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct me if I'm wrong. And Michael Sam played in the SEC, which is a very competitive conference. And I want to say he was voted SEC Defensive Player of the Year. So he wasn't a scrub, and even during preseason, his numbers weren't bad. I want to say he tallied one or two sacks during the four preseason games. At the end of it, he didn't make the team. He was cut. And I always wondered like, had he not came out, would he would have been on the team? And some of the excuses I heard as to why he didn't make the team was you know, the the team didn't want the media attention that he brought. And it's like, I think that is such a bullshit um, excuse.
3: It's a cop-out. Because
2: you have, yeah, you have athletes who physically assaulted women. You've had athletes that shouted racial slurs at concerts. And that all came with negative media attention. At no point did you try to separate yourself from those athletes. But a, a gentleman who says, you know, hey, I'm a guy and I love other men. That's the media attention you don't want to deal with. That media attention would have fizzled out quicker than the athlete who punched and blacked his girlfriend eye. That media attention would have Oof. dissipated quicker than the guy who fought dogs. That media attention would have dissipated yeah, quicker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't know. So
2: you mean to tell me Americans really they would have made a bigger dogs. story?
3: No, yeah, they do love their dogs. Americans, That's really what I'm love- saying. I'm
2: saying they Luke would have talked about Michael Sam. No, listen, the point I'm saying is they would have talked about Michael Sam less than they talked about Vic, and yet they still took a chance with Vic. Right. So if you're willing to adore that media attention, what's stopping you from taking a chance on Michael Sam? I mean, NFL has a 53 active man roster. You mean to tell me you had 53 other guys that was better than the SEC defensive player of the year? That's interesting.
0: I, I here's here's. I'm glad you brought up Vic. Um. Here's the other place my, my my brain went. Right, like you said, they gave Vic a chance. They gave Vic a chance and gave him a chance to come back.
2: And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they weren't supposed to. I'm just I'm just noting that they did.
0: Right. So where my brain went next was, how big of an impact is this going to be? Because many people think this is this. It's this large leap in 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 culture, and I don't think he, for lack of a better word, I don't think he's famous enough. I don't believe okay. he, he's as skilled as a player is. I think this would have a higher impact if it was a Tom Brady, if it sure. was an Odell Beckham Jr., if it was a name that rings outside of just the sport and a casual fan or even past the casual fan, or it's recognizable. I think that, I think that, that would be more, like if, if this was the guy who was catching the ball in the middle of the field, getting clobbered by three or four guys, like, like banging him up, I'm sorry. That's where Frank's brain went. I'm not going that way. I'm not even going to continue. I'm going to continue to talk through it. I'm not going to take it out. I'm going to let him have it. Everyone can deal with Frank how they want to deal with him on that one.
2: I wait. You said that on purpose. I didn't. I actually didn't. Okay, whatever. Good Even joking. a guy who
0: grew, loves the office and loves a good "That's what he said" moment withheld it. Um. But if he was like the toughest guy on the field, but was a great player, I think he that person could challenge the biases of a lot of fans, and I think that would be a giant leap because a lot of people think if you're gay, you're supposed to be this, this, this girly boy as I don't know, I'm, I'm whatever the stupid rhetoric is, yeah, flamboyant. Like they can't, they can't see the monster athlete is gay. It really bothers people to find that out afterwards, right? But imagine if you got to watch the guy do it, fully knowing he was gay, every single Sunday.
2: (laughs) I mean, baby steps. So, I agree with you when you say he's not famous enough. Well, maybe he's the step where people start to become comfortable, and then the guy that you're referring to, the guy that can you know, put up 150 yards a game or the guy that can score two touchdowns a game, then maybe that guy will have the confidence to say, well, you know, this is who I am. So you're right. He's not famous enough, but maybe he's the baby step needed to get the guy that's famous enough to do it.
0: And I want to be clear. That's not what I'm saying. I'm That's, that's absolutely not. I'm just saying that I think it would have a bigger impact if he would. I'm not saying this guy is a nobody. Because he's a great... He's a good player. I knew his name before. And if I know your name, you're a pretty decent player. Especially on the <laughs> defensive side. As a fantasy football player, we really more worry about the offensive players. And literally, in fantasy football, they just wrap up the entire defense and special teams as one position. So, <laughs> if I am to... If I know your name on the defensive side, you're pretty damn good, right? So... I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, I think this would have a larger impact if the the guy's name was Tom Brady, if the guy's name was Drew Brees, if this was... What's the guy from Kansas City?
3: Mahomes. Patrick
0: Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would have a greater impact if it was a bigger name, which is why I'm glad you brought up Vic. That's why people were more forgiving of Vic, because regardless of all the shit Vic had did and how much America loves their dogs he was fucking talented and they could look past it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not so sure that Carl Nassib is in the league 2 years from now.
3: No, but he probably will be in plenty of talk shows and magazines because he will be getting more coverage because of this. Even though he may not be a big name star, I think this will make him bigger because of for the exposure. While. Yeah, for, for a, a while. while. Yeah. But it, he'll be the, the person now that they will go to when it comes to anything related to LGBT within the NFL.
2: And also, the NFL has fumbled the ball a lot when it comes to PR moves. Yeah. So I understand you say in two years from now, you don't see him in the NFL. I think the NFL is going to tread yeah. very carefully when dealing with him. Because if they do anything where it looks like he's being dis- discriminated against, that's gonna be bad press for them all over again. And they fumble the ball time and time again on multiple. I mean, they fumbled the ball with Colin Kaepernick. They fought, They fumbled the ball in, in how they're handling press when it comes to athletes wanting to support Black Lives Matter. So then you have one large organization that's looking at you with a side eye. And then to have another large organization, and you guys even said it, the LGBTQ plus community is not one you want to mess with. Now, if they were to fumble their handling of him, they're going to have a shitstorm on their hand. So for him to be out of the NFL in two years, he has to play completely horrible. If he's a mediocre player, if he he plateaus and just stays where he's at, he's going to play for another four or five years. Not two.
0: I completely disagree with you. Just because you literally named six, seven different instances where the NFL knows they're doing the wrong thing and be like, eh, who gives a fuck? (laughs) You literally named them all for, like, I was going to name them, and I was like, oh, he gave me that one. Colin Kaepernick, he gave me that one. Black Lives Matter, he gave me that one. George Floyd had to die for eight minutes before they gave a fuck and was like, okay, we'll let some of y'all say Black Lives Matter. Still, please don't take a knee. We're not going to say that, but we'll, I mean, please just don't take a knee. If you want to, take it inside, take it inside the locker room.
3: Yeah, not public. The NFL
0: constantly shows you, they don't, you keep saying they they, they the media fuck ups and slip ups, they do that often. And they do it, they fuck up very well. It's kind of what they do best.
1: Yeah.
0: So I hear what you're saying, but him disappearing two years from now, that's not too far fetched. Cause all it takes is for the Raiders to be like, Oh, we drafted a player that's better than him, so we had to let him go. And then no one really has to pick him up. Yeah. The same thing they did with same thing they did with Colin Kaepernick. No one picks him up. So you can only point at the NFL. You can't point at an individual team. Therefore, everyone's safe because they're hiding behind the brand. And the brand is the most important thing.
2: Okay, we'll see. The clock we'll see. is running. Two years.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We're gonna take a break right here and we'll be right
2: back. This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture. We are the people. We are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout.
0: I have a question, guys. So, we were having a conversation at work this week. Um, and mind you, yeah, I do work in a department where we probably shouldn't talk about this. This is probably an inappropriate conversation to be had at any workplace. Anyway, so we were talking about relationships and different phases of relationships. And we got to the point where a young lady brought up the phase. She said, at what point in a relationship or courtship, or talking phase or situationship or wherever it is that you are whatever you whatever level of getting to know someone you're in at what point does the condom come off now frank After i know both. i know you forgot about i know you forgot about what these are these are things <laughs> that <laughs> these are things that you you put on your on 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 your penis that prevents Technical babies i know you forgot term- what that is. It's prophylactic. Uh, yes. Yes. I know Frank, these are these are foreign to Frank at this point. Right. But once upon a time, this used to be a thing. So stay with me. Just go back to that time, Frank.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's let point, him
0: answer first. You know, let's try. Frank. <laughs> yes. I know it's hard to remember, but at what point does the in, in 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 a relationship, at what point do you feel like the condom should be coming off?
2: After both of y'all take a uh, STI test.
0: Okay. Thank you for the good technical answer. Now, let's let's move forward. <laughs> At what point in a relationship... Like, like a our, time frame? Time frame. Like, where are you guys in the relationship? Are you guys together? Is that your girl? Is that your your? your, your oh, boyfriend? okay, okay. I'm sorry. Now point, I really
2: understand the question. No, I would say, yeah, you know, what you y'all have to, to be committed. Like, <laughs> y'all have to be boyfriend and girlfriend, and y'all both have to understand I'm assuming y'all in monogamous relationships, so y'all got to understand, like, yeah, we're a couple, and we're only doing this with each other. I think at that point, then y'all can take that step. But if y'all just talking and kicking it, I wouldn't advise you go that far with removing the condom and having unprotected sex with somebody that you don't even know if you like like that. Or you trust like that. Oh yeah, that's a better way to put it. You trust like that, yeah. That's that because I think that's a big step. That is huge.
0: I agree. I believe it's a lot of trust. I believe it's a lot of trust because it's like before you can catch
2: a disease from that person,
0: it, it, and and, and, it, and it could be it could be one of those that don't go away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless,
2: and you it, unless you're rich like Mike Magic Johnson, I mean, then yeah, it, but... hey,
0: you could do anything if Magic made it. That's what Ye told us.
2: Everybody ain't got magic money, though. <laughs> <My God.
0: laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah. I don't know. I, it came up, and I was like, I, I would, I would assume you guys have already had the conversation that you're the only person that I'm engaging in this, in any of these activities with. Like, if y'all haven't had that conversation, if y'all haven't gone out and had some tests done, then I don't think you should even... Go there. Now, no judgment. No judgment if you had a spur of the moment moment and uh y'all got into it and nothing was around and y'all did something. I'm not judging you. Some of the most fun I've had have been in bad moments like that. But, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I made it out, but I will not risk my life again in this grown up, in this big age I'm in right now. Okay? No judgment. Just saying.
2: <laughs> Should be a little scary after those moments, don't it?
0: <laughs> Ooh. Let me tell you, ain't that, like you, 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 you focus on your body in such a different way. Like you, you, sorry, dummy. Yeah, if you, you feel you feel it brush across your zipper too fast, you be like, hey, 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 what's
2: that? Man, I had one of those moments, and uh I went and tried to brag to my brother about it, and he gave me the big brother lecture, like, what were you thinking? And this could have happened, and now you don't know if she's this type of person. And what if she, I was just like, man, I was up here thinking, like, oh, I'm the man. I just did this. And then that I nigga felt wrong. That nigga I brought me wrong. way down to reality. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm finna die now. Well, or at, at
3: really least neither of you had life? to worry about pregnancy. So there's
2: that. Right. Oh no, I'm See, still worried that. about pregnancies. I'm still there worried is about There is that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but there is that so I don't care like because there's that in the in the back of your brain so you get past the, okay maybe I don't have anything and then you get to the back of your brain like it's the 24th I remember the last time now all of a sudden you remember the week y'all couldn't fuck you be like I remember the last time we couldn't fuck on that second week of the month <laughs> and whew, let's just get through that like, we could get through that uh, I'll start feeling better. Like that's not a guarantee, but at least you start like it's a little sigh of relief. There's a little tension that relieve off your shoulders. You're like, all right, woo, okay, amen.
2: You start making promises you know you're not gonna keep. Like God, if you get me through this, I ain't gonna never do this shit again. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> you and yeah. God have conversations like, hey, you know, because you know, you know, because I need, you know, I need to start going back to church. I need to. <laughs> I'm going to start reading my Bible every day because, you know, I feel like I'm in this position now because I've been disconnected from you, Lord. And what I'm trying to say is I'll do anything. If you could get me through this, (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to you. I swear swear I swear swear on Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, all its sons. Uh, I... Peter, Paul, Daniel. Like, you start naming all the people you can remember. All of the stories. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Like, I will... Anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Send Moses down. Part the Red Seas. Do something for me. Whew, in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I have one of those. I have, I've had one of those moments where, like, that's... I'm not going to lie. True fear when you're young is realizing that that freedom... That you once had Could clearly be taken away Off of very stupid decisions
2: You ever been to the clinic And while you're in the waiting room You're running the people you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and then y'all gotta look at each other Without looking at each other Like I see you over there he, I recognize you You recognize me But we, not, we, but there's we no know There's no conversation That's right gonna now. be here I don't
2: Try to judge the look of depression On their face To see why they here Be like Nah they look something? like they pregnant <laughs> nah, That a nigga look like He got something
0: yeah, oh he came in here by himself. He got something. He came in here with his girl. She pregnant.
2: <laughs> you Yeah, folks you... must have definitely thought I had something. Be like, and I was sitting there by myself. Oh.
3: <laughs> wow, some scary moments for you guys.
2: Man. You man. But when I get when the test results came back negative, when I said a nigga was so happy, I walked from. <laughs> <laughs> I walked from by Jackson Memorial Hospital all the way to my house with the biggest smile on my face. (laughs)
1: Like,
2: (laughs) yes, I'm good.
1: It could have rained.
2: You would have cheated. It could have rained on me and all that. I wouldn't have cared, but, I, man, I walked all the way home. (laughs) That's like 20 blocks. (laughs) It didn't matter. It didn't matter.
1: Let me tell you, when you're
2: scared,
0: nothing like a good test result. Like, you you read your test result, you'd be like, Come on, God!
2: Come on. And the God. thing is, the lady read it to me, and I hated her dramatic pauses between reading what the test was and the answer. So she was like, "Syphilis, negative." Like, you gotta wait three seconds before you say that shit. Just be like, "Nigga, you good? Everything came back negative." She had to read it line by line, and then when she got to the big one. HIV AIDS. She looked down at the paper and up at me like three times. <laughs> then she 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 made this look with her lips and said, Negative. I wanted to call. Bitch, you could have been said I was good, motherfucker. You didn't have to read it one by one. You could have just said, Hey, you all clear. Yeah, right. Could have gave me a pat on the back. I'm clean. I ain't got nothing. Could have gave me a pat on the back and let me walk out the door. <laughs> she hit you with the mori in the case of your dick falling off. I'm in this waiting room. It's 65 degrees and I'm sweating. Nigga, nervous. That'd be the worst,
1: man.
2: I mean, we could look back and laugh at it now. But had that shit come back positive, I'd have been laughing. Totally different vibe. (laughs) Totally different vibe. All right. All
0: right, on to the next topic. So...
2: Wait, we didn't accidentally her opinion on when the test sh- should have or when couples. Tell me, yeah, I mean it's very rare we have girls on the on
0: the pod, so and we, I'm glad we both went ahead and told our story. Yeah, first. So <laughs> tell me. when do you think? So condom should I, come off.
3: At, at my current age, I believe you have to be in a monogamous committed relationship for it to come off and move forward because you're trusting one another, only with one another. Have I made mistakes in the past? Yes. And have I taken a Plan B pill before? Yes, I have. It's not have fun. Been there? Paid it
0: myself. Oh, I haven't been there personally. I haven't been there personally, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I <laughs> had to work <run> at Walgreens.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. it's, it's scary. Because you guys can take a test and find out pretty quickly. Whereas women, we have to wait a few weeks, maybe, or right. a month, to right. find the out. Test
2: for what? For pregnancy. For tests. pregnancy. <laughs> Sk- Guys don't take pregnancy tests. She's t- saying, t- no, she's saying no. Our biggest like fear. STD. Yeah, our oh. biggest fear
0: is that an STD, right? Yeah. Like pregnancy is the the second thing, but the biggest fear is like, let me make sure I'm alive. Okay, I'm good. But <laughs> right. For her, it's not only could she be alive, but she could also have a whole baby about to rearrange her whole insides in the right. next few months. So right. I, I mean you. that I was
2: scary saying. to me too because at no point I saw myself being an absentee father.
1: Yeah. So right.
2: if I thought she was, I was just as scared as she was. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, do I even <laughs> like her? Like her like that?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I in in the mistakes that I have made, I despite making those mistakes, I trusted the person, you know, and and whatnot. But anyway, um, so you know, doing the whole STS and all that—that's never been. Anything like scary to me, but the, but the waiting for to find out am I pregnant or not that that that's been it's been a scary scary thing in the past. So yeah.
0: I I totally understand that. Um, <laughs> no,
2: you argument. had a pregnancy scare. Me? Yeah, you.
0: Mm-hmm. I have had I've I've been in situations said situations where that was a scary moment in my life. You.
2: Pregnancy Frank's, scare?
0: Frank's constant Frank's entire marriage Is a pregnancy scare At this point
2: <laughs> It is It is
0: Every given moment It could be this. It could be baby number three At this point
2: <laughs> I mean but prior to being married No I haven't had a pregnancy scare I Had an STI scare But not a pregnancy scare If that makes sense Yeah Um. But while being married it, It's not necessarily a, Well now Baby number three Would definitely be a scare But with baby number one, it was just like, we wanted, we planned for a baby, but it's like, okay, we're going to start trying to make the baby when we go on this vacation. And the baby came sooner. So it's like, oh, Oh. damn it. I guess we can't go to Singapore anymore.
3: Dang it. Singapore is awesome. Sorry.
2: Man, I want to go so bad. We're still going to go.
0: Oh, okay. You're talking to like the most traveled person on this oh page. no I know who I'm talking <laughs> I to not.
2: I there's been time I asked her like hey where should we go next no <laughs> I, I look forward to her and Eldris's page whenever they light it up with Can vacation travel picks. again <laughs> it, yeah I know COVID really messed y'all up didn't it
3: yeah oh I'm I had a, a moment last month where I was I was suffering um realizing I hadn't traveled in like a year and a half out of the country and um yeah, it. I went into, like, a little mini-depression. But
2: now, I mean, borders are opening up. I mean, I've seen pictures of friends in Aruba and stuff, so maybe.
3: Yeah, but see, the, the trips that I like to take involve multiple countries in in one trip, so that's a Slight really fit. big... Slight flex. You are
0: the flex, right?
2: <laughs> you heard the
3: flex, No. Right? <laughs> not
0: just the one trip. Not that one when time When I go to right.
2: I'm, I got to incorporate Carmen San Diego in one of the bars for you.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. I got that. To. <laughs> Yes, the political Carmen Sa- San Diego. That wow. is yours. There it is. Oh
3: my gosh. Jot so, it down. So at something... the end of the
0: pod, when we do the <laughs> when we do them again, that is yours. Let's go. Keep going. Uh,
3: yeah, sure. I- I'll let you in on a little like one of my dreams that I never talk about to anybody, just because it like it's a scary dream, but I would love for it to happen one day. I don't care to ever be like president of the United States or anything like that. But I would love to be secretary of state because they get to travel all over the world and that's what they would do for the administration. So that that's my that's kind of like my okay. little secret uh, okay dream. But yeah. I do love I all like that. I like that. That's dope. I
0: like but that. But now that's that's dope.
3: Speaking of Eldris, she she scared when I say that because she thinks I won't get along with other world leaders and and create more problems for our country. So,
0: yeah. Oh, just, we're friends. We don't always get along. I mean, dummy, we're (laughs) friends and we don't always get along. You and Eldris are friends. We don't always get along. So, I mean, just saying.
2: I mean, dummy, you're a Latin woman. You see how they treat AOC. That would be my biggest fear for you is getting out of this country in one piece.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't had any kind of issues when I have left the country.
2: No, I mean, um, for you to get to that position, I mean, oh, to make it to that, a position that high as a Latin woman, that would be my concern. Uh, you make it to that position yeah. in one piece because you see how they treat AOC.
3: Yeah. And and I think she handles things very, very well. She's like really adept at all that. And and I try to be like, you know, rational and calm and everything. But I'm also from Miami. and i have a little Real bit of crazy <laughs> <laughs> i have a little Darn. bit of crazy in me um and uh, and my boyfriend i feel bad for him um you know here in texas everybody's very southern very nice and polite and like you know the the undertones of racism are still there but they'll still say you know have a good day and shit like that um somebody speaks to me that i don't know i'm very much like why
0: why talking to See you. that's at Miami because your, your natural <laughs> instinct isn't "Hello, how you doing?" Is no fuck you want pussy asshole. That's, that's your natural instinct. That's our. That's you know, your. When that's
2: I your travel, y- yes.
1: That's
2: okay. that's always my first sign of I'm back home whenever I travel because let's say if I go to Georgia, <laughs> everybody speaks. When I get back to Miami and I'm at the airport and I make eye contact with somebody and I give them the head nod or say "Hey," and they just keep walking, they don't say nothing back. Yeah. I get like, you weird. Oh like, like, yeah, I'm back.
0: Look, I'm back home. Look, If you head not me and I don't know you, this is my thought when I look at you all funny, like friendly ass nigga. (laughs)
2: Like, why are we like that though? (laughs) That's Miami. Like that.
0: You look at you like, dog, cool, friendly as fuck. Fuck wrong with buddy? Yeah,
2: I spend you spend a week outside and everybody, hey, how's it going? And I mean, just nice. Okay, cool. Hey, that's what we say now. Okay, cool. Get back home and it's like, like fuck, man. (laughs) Y'all niggas can't say hi back, asshole no buddy friendly as
0: fuck like no i i can't
3: yeah well you know been here a couple years and i still can
0: get out of it oh, no, I, I, I can't take that from me i can't take that from me right, It it won't go anywhere <laughs> like i said in the moment i was at war with someone who is a miami man through mm-hmm. and through yeah and would have normally supported maurice through all of his bullshit
3: but yeah,
0: eh, I'm good.
3: Not this
1: Sorry. time.
0: Nah, not this time. Another quick <laughs> sidebar. So apparently, I saw on Instagram that June 23rd, which would have been third, which would have been Wednesday, yesterday, is National Dick Sucking Day, and June Oop. 24th <clears throat> is National Eat Vagina Day. Cause I just don't like to say the p word in front of in front of women, but apparently this Thank is a thing. You. Like if you Google it, Google it right now. You think I'm joking? I'm not making this shit up. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, to I say, want I'm you guys to like, so Google that up. it because I'm not. I remember just being like, "Wait, this is a thing.
1: This is,
3: what? I can't believe I'm typing this into my Google.
2: Yeah, right. June 23rd. I'm typing it in, and I'm not June even 23rd. on my.
3: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's that's a real thing. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna have to delete that for my cookies. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Oh, yeah. so I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I brought that up to be like, well, clearly we we need to have a, this needs to be more of an uh, of an awareness day because it maybe because I don't think enough attention is being brought to it the way it should be at this point. Because right. how how have we gone this long without knowing this?
2: Because we do it every day. We didn't need one day to highlight it.
0: Oh. Well, you know, sometimes Frank, well. part of why part of why you on this podcast is always put perspective into mm-hmm. conversations. And you know what? You goddamn right.
1: <laughs> goddamn right. <laughs>
0: Not gonna argue with you. Mm-hmm. But I will say is you're a father every day. But on Father's Day, you're supposed to be recognized.
2: You know what? I see where you're going. So
0: on this day, (laughs) on the 23rd of June of 2022, let's recognize, you know? Let's celebrate. And on the 24th, let's reciprocate and celebrate also. That's all all I'm saying. And we're going to leave it at that. But thank you, Frank, for, for putting it in perspective. I love how the political one of us in this group is very like, yeah, I'm going to say the most. I'm going to be as political as I possibly can. Because, yes, I did just mention a dream. And I'm still trying to make that happen just in case this shit ever comes back up again. Remember right? that shit. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, apparently there's a show coming out on Netflix and they're having, they were doing some tapings with T-Pain. And one of the clips came out uh, where T-Pain talks about a conversation he had with Usher. I'm going to play that conversation so that you guys can hear it.
4: T-Pain, take one. I heard a story about you
3: and Usher on an airplane. (sighs)
4: I actually going to the 2013 BET Awards, and we were all in first class, and uh, I went to sleep. I was awakened by um, by the flight attendant. She said, I would like to talk to you in the back. So I got up and went back, and he was like, hey, you know, how's everything going? Quick, small talk, no big deal. And he um, was like, man, I want to tell you something, man like what's what's good I thought he was about to tell me something real he sounded real concerned he was like man you kinda kinda fucked up music I didn't understand Usher was my friend he was like nah man you really like you really fucked up music for real singers literally at that point I couldn't listen is he right? Did I, did I fuck this up? Did I fuck up music? And I, and that is the very moment. And I don't, I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started, like, a four-year depression for me.
0: So I want to hear your thoughts on what T-Pain said.
3: Well, that was sad. <laughs> a four-year depression. And then how he said, you know, he thought of Usher as his friend. He sounded like he was betrayed.
0: Right
3: now, do I agree with what Usher said? Kinda, but maybe he could have said it differently.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Um, I completely disagree with with, with what I completely disagree with Usher on this one. Um, T Pain did not fuck up music for real singers. If you're a real singer, I mean, like somebody once told me, cream always rises to the top. If you're a real singer and you're talented, it doesn't matter what the next artist is again, it's art. It doesn't matter what the next artist is doing. You're going to rise. People are going to see your work. I mean, did Usher feel this way when he had Will I Am singing? Oh, 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 oh. Oh my God. Was he hating on auto team then? <laughs> hey, I don't hey, think I saw so. On,
0: I saw on Twitter. <laughs> I saw on Twitter. Someone said, Usher's talking shit about T-Pain. two T-Pain in his face. And nobody was saying shit about him when he was doing all that music that he used to. And he literally spelled it out. O-O-N-C-S-T. <laughs> 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 you knew what it was, though. <laughs> soon as I, soon as he said it, he like just put the dashes in between. I was like, ns, ns, ns. I knew it in my head <laughs> exactly what he was trying to say.
2: Yeah. And I mean, to tell somebody you fucked it up, like, you got some fucking nerve. T Pain is an incredibly talented artist. And honestly, he can sing without auto tune as well. So the whole notion of he fucked it up because he uses autotune is bullshit because he can actually sing. I mean, yes, we know him from autotune because his first hit, I'm Sprung, was him using autotune, but that, that was his sound. And how can you say he fucked up music? If anything, he did the exact opposite. He completely influenced and shepherded in a new sound. So after he came out with I'm Sprung, everybody started using autotune. If you want to get mad, get mad to those other artists who didn't do it as good as him. Get mad at Lil Wayne, get mad at Baby, get mad at the countless of other artists who had no business on auto-tune, but was on auto-tune. T-Pain wasn't wasn't who you were supposed to be mad at in that scenario. T-Pain is a hell of an artist, and he makes dope music. If anything, you should have made the song Oh My God with him instead of "Well I Am. It probably would have did a little better.
0: I mean, let's not act like oh my. Let's not act like that song was like nothing. I think it was number one. Like I, I don't want to act like it was nothing. It would stayed I,
2: number one longer if T Pain fucked with it.
0: I I honestly, I'm probably going to. Here here's here's when he's telling the story. I'm like, imagine a nigga being so pressed about you making money, that he asked the flight yeah. attendant to wake you up out of your sleep.
2: In your first class seat.
0: In your first class seat. And he's in first class too. He is pressed about what you're doing and asked you to wake up and come back and talk to him. Like, I just want, before we even get into what he said, he literally <laughs> woke, had, to, had, to, had the flight attendant wake you up, told you to get up and come talk to him.
2: Bro, if you got something man. to
0: say, you could come to me. Like, if you got something to say, if you're going to wake me up out of my sleep, at least let it be the person who I consider to be my friend, right? You were so pressed you couldn't even wait So like he- You got to
2: be ready to fight too, man. Like, oh, really? You that pressed?
0: Exactly. I-, I was listening to a podcast where they said T-Pain deserves credit, not blame, for what he did with Auto-Tune. Like, he deserves credit. He, T-Pain did it so well that everyone decided they needed to do it. People who had no business using auto tune. Now, auto correct, like that uh, that auto correct thing, that happens every artist using. Even the aforementioned Beyonce uses some sort of auto correct. That's when you want to catch a note that's a little off so you just bring it back down to right where it needs to be. Every artist uses it, it in the mixing of of a song. He probably does it more like the like the Zapp and Roger that computer love, I want to be your man type of vibe. Um, right. Maybe more of on the lines of like that new jack swing that 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 that's kind of where T Pain's artistry kind of evolved from. But what people tend to forget is like T Pain is like a hella talented dude. Like that dude, he was a rapper turned singer because that used to be his that used to be his name, <laughs> rapper turned singer, um, <laughs> Tallahassee P. Tallahassee Payne, which is what the T stands for. The dude is hella talented. Think if you think back. The sound of like our coming of age, our college years, is really a lot of buy you to dr- buy you a drink, a lot of like T Pain and Jeezy. I think we both said that on this podcast. I don't know about yeah. you, dummy, but T Pain and Jeezy—that's that's pretty much a lot of the soundtracks to our our growing up,
2: yeah. right? And Wayne,
0: and Wayne, and Wayne, right? I remember the one time I ever went in the Boulevard. <laughs> I remember like the That's Boulevard Cafe. Shout out to Bully. I remember <laughs> the one time I ever went to Boulevard, right? Boulevard is this, <laughs> is this uh, little cafe turned club at, at a certain point in the night, uh, around from right where we grew up. And it was as fun as it was dangerous. And, oh, yeah. but we had good times. We had good times. But yeah. I remember being in there once, and I tell you for like, Thirty minutes straight, T Pain, Jeezy, Lil Wayne were probably on every song that came out,
2: and y'all loved it.
3: Yeah, oh,
0: I was I was having a good time.
2: Yeah, no, I was I'm having saying. a good time. They they make great music.
3: Yeah. So, so okay, like I agree with everything you guys are saying, and I agree okay. that T Pain is is a a great artist, and he does deserve credit for you know what he did with Autotune and all that. But I think, and and why I say that. I should maybe could have said something different, or just worded it a little different. Is that for his contemporaries, right, or like the group of people? I guess he probably was referring to. Um, he- this is what T-Pain, you know, just kind of heralded, pushed them to the side. Just the way that it is with any new wave, you stop listening or at least the radio stops stop playing these other things that were big at some point to really just go with what's popular. And and I think that's probably where he was coming from, because how who's like really done anything R&B wise Since that time, that's been, like, super huge or big. Um, I mean, I know Chris Brown was, like, big around that time, too. But, you know, he was more, like, pop still. Where you had, I guess, like, Usher and his contemporaries that were a little different. I I just think he probably meant it, like, for them specifically. But in his word choice, insulted T-Pain, which, you know, he... Obviously, shouldn't have done. But um, but I think there's some kind of merit in what he said. He just didn't get his point across correctly.
2: Maybe. But let's say if that's what he meant. His contemporaries still did well. Chris Brown still sold. Beyonce still sold.
0: Those aren't his contemporaries, Frank. No. I stopped you because those aren't his contemporaries. Usher's contemporaries... Well, uh, this is
2: during a time where when he said that, okay, before I even begin to defend my point, go ahead, give me his contemporaries. (laughs) Because
0: Usher's contemporaries are probably probably a group that was starting to phase out because they were starting to age out.
3: Yeah.
0: So you have your Usher's, you have your Genuines, you have your, your, your Tyrese's, your Tanks. Those are actually Usher's contemporaries.
3: Right.
0: Usher was the one person that because he was out around that time, he was a little younger than that group. So he kind of phased in with the rest, with, with kind of the younger group. But his real contemporaries was that group of people. And he was the tail end of that, still hanging on because he's, actually yeah. super fucking talented, but he was starting to age out. I think yeah. a part of him saying that was a little bit of bitterness.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. So he was phasing out. So at that point, he should understand that sound changes, taste changes. It's a new generation coming in. Different tastes.
0: It's hard to understand that sounds are changing and tastes are changing when when they're changing from you. Like you're no longer the sound. That's a hard fact to to hold on to. You're no longer the sound. When you were the biggest fucking artist at one point, you're now no longer. That's
3: hard. And that's, I mean, hindsight is 2020. He could probably understand that now. He couldn't have then. He was still living in that moment or thought he was living in that moment. And here comes this other person who blew up what was his niche, what was his thing, um, by basically creating the soundtrack for a new, like generation or a new group of people. So I think that's kind of where that came from. Was he angry? Was he bitter and petty as fuck? Yeah, of course. But when you have money like that, when you have hoes everywhere because it, it, that's what he had and you feel like you're going to lose a grasp on any of that, it's kind of, yeah, like I can see why he would, you know, come out the way that he did. But obviously... It was wrong to have put it that way. And I do feel bad that, you know, T Pain went into a depression because of it. I mean, that sucks.
2: And in all honesty, I mean, Usher is still Usher. Like,
3: but he's despite not at whatever T
2: Pain, huh?
3: He's not at his peak. He went already that. No, he's way not at his that. peak.
2: But I honestly feel if Usher could make, even today, right now, if Usher were to make music, that was similar in sound and feel to, you know, his, you know, help me out, what's the name of those Confessions album? Uh, Confessions, or what's the albums with the numbers? 1802, some shit like 8701. that. 8701. 8701. There we go. If he made songs that were in a similar vein to what he did then, his fans will still revere him.
3: His fans.
2: So his not, fans. The not the world that He has a huge masses. fan base.
0: His fans... Not the masses. Yeah. So part of Usher's big uh, part of an artist's big success is being great to your fans, but then the masses also want it. Yeah. Like Tyrese was a big, well, Tyrese was was a huge like he was a big artist. People really liked his music. But once you th- the masses don't need to care about you, they won't.
1: Yeah.
0: Usher can make a big song right now. He can make a he could literally make confessions, the album part two, right? He could literally, like you just said, he could do that. But I guarantee you it won't sell anywhere. You can literally make the exact same music. And I'm not saying it's going to sell to the
2: masses. And nor am I saying it's going to sell to the masses. Because again, like I said earlier, sound changes. Yeah. So you can make that same argument about everybody. But there's certain people that even though sound change, they're still revered by the core fan base of that particular genre. Let's use Jay-Z. Jay-Z's style of rap isn't for everybody. Again, his style of rap, the sound has phased from that. Yeah. But Jay-Z can still release something on Tidal, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. And he will still get incredible streaming numbers as if he's still one of the biggest artists out because he's been true to his craft. And for the larger part, rap fans respect and appreciate what he does. I think Usher in the world of R&B falls in a similar category. Is his sound uh, Is I'm not saying he's as big as Jay-Z. I'm not saying he's to R&B as Jay-Z to rap. However, if he were to come out with music, it would be appreciated by the greater R&B fans. Would you say the masses, like the fly-by-night listeners? No. But he's still going to bring in good numbers. So I don't see...
0: Usher's released music. Usher's released two albums in the last three years. Have you heard them?
2: Are they in a similar vein? That's true to R and B that that he's put out in the past. He's
0: he in the last album he went like he was trying to be like super R and B,
2: and have you heard them? No. No, you're just telling me about it now.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: But I was never a Usher fan like that. So I would be the wrong I person was, to ask. I was and I, I was did not hear it. And I
0: am. I am. I like I consider myself still to be an Usher fan. There's certain Usher songs that I still love, but I don't yeah. go out of my way looking for Usher anymore because the sound has changed. And over time, when you when you are that artist that is starting to age out, and, and artists shouldn't age out. I think that's that's a that's a bad that's a bad thing when it comes to probably hip-hop R and B. Pop music is that music We look industry. at it as you, It's a young man's game And the yeah. second you start Hitting a certain age Like Jay-Z is the anomaly That's why when you bring him up I kind of didn't want to use him Because he's an, an, an anomaly Like When When We use LL for for instance Back Like When LL got a little bit older It was like Man go over there And, and be on CSI Whatever the fuck NCIS <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing Over there Go do that I don't want to I don't want to be head sprung Or none of that Like I don't want to hear All that shit And he tried to change with the sound. It just didn't work. Yeah. Because after a while, people... its And that's just the way hip-hop, R&B, pop fans look at music. Once you reach... Like, you kind of age... Like, what you're singing about doesn't make sense because you're still trying to sing, like, young shit. And I don't want to hear about your young shit. You're 37. You know what I mean? Yeah. The
3: relatable aspect of it.
0: All right, dummy, look, it's it's ten fifty
2: four. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah. You saw it, right? You saw it. Right? All right. So, no, no, no. Continue. I was just scratching my eye. No, I'm, I'm into this conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you saw it. Yeah. I just wanted you to recognize that I'm not crazy.
3: <laughs> no. All right. But so, with you bringing up Jay Z, I remember listening in to one of y'all's episodes before where Frank, you mentioned how you really enjoyed. What was that one that he put out for? The
2: 444 album. Yes. Okay. And that you enjoyed it. Marvin calls it it 444.
0: It's what it's called. (laughs) It's called 444.
2: I call it 444.
0: (laughs) But You made it sound like Marvin called it something different that it's not. You're the (laughs) one who called it something different.
2: I'm saying Marvin refers to it as something differently than I refer to it as. Is that better? Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Sure.
3: Well, <laughs> in that episode, to you, you said, you know, you really enjoyed it and whatnot. And I want to say for Marvin, it wasn't as, you know, the stuff that you prefer from him. And the correlation y'all made was the fact that, Frank, you're a married man. You have a different life. And Marvin, you also have, like, a different life. And I've heard that a lot. I have a, a friend who's married. Um, They have a, a kid. And he also loved... 444, 444, whatever you want to call it. Like to him, that was like, he could still listen to it right now. Um, And, and then, you know, I know like for my boyfriend who, you know, we're not married or anything like that, like before he didn't really care for that, for that album all that much. So like, that's just kind of something that I think happens when, yeah, you're in a different mindset, you're in a different time in your life. And so I don't really think that usher putting out anything right now to me is going to really resonate so much unless it's something that I can like fully relate to it's more age age appropriate which I hate to say that term but like more age appropriate um what I what I love something nostalgic yeah I think right now everybody's like on some nostalgic tip like with most things but I think that's probably more of the reason why um things are the way that they are and I don't think certain artists including usher could. Really put something out right now and get as many streams or listens, whatever, as they could have before.
2: Let me ask you this. Marvin, you you referred to Jay-Z as an alarm as an anomaly in that regard. Would you credit that to him still catering to his core fans, meaning he's aging, his content is aging with his fans, and he's not necessarily staying in the same place with his music? Would you uh, would you credit it to that I'd or give what some would of you... that the
0: credit I would give a lot of the respect that Jay Z gets the credit I would give the fact that he's prob that not probably he is married to one of the biggest artists of any generation the credit um part of what keeps Jay Z always in the in the news is his name is associated to one of the next biggest people in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, Jay is not somebody who can just, like... He doesn't kind of disappear. He, he's one of those people who's not in the limelight, but his name is never out of the conversation.
1: Right.
0: Usher, and r b as a whole, which is could be a whole different podcast, but Usher isn't in the conversation. His name's kind of been removed from the conversation because Usher has... People rang true with a lot of Usher's music because it felt like it rang true. Confessions was a big album because we were like, he cheated on Chili. This is what this whole album's about. He's yeah. really telling us that. like we literally took what he said in Confessions as real life shit. Like, yeah. man, he went and had a baby, man. We can't wait to see this. Remember, we were like, this baby gonna show up. We all gonna see this baby in the in the Word Up magazine and all that other shit that we like. His music always rang true because he was talking about shit that he was actually going through. His other album when he was going through, I think it was Usher versus Usher, or whatever album when he was going through a divorce with his wife, that's one of Usher's best albums. It's like, it has Moving Mountains and some, like, Climax. Like, some of his, like, songs that he was still, he was still Usher. Like, even toward the late years, he was still Usher, but he was talking towards something that was very true, which is part of your point of being true to your core fans, but aging after a while. Usher could age, but... Usher hasn't been as consistent because there were times where he was still trying to keep up with Chris Brown whose music was for you know young niggas. That's young nigga yeah. music. You don't have he to keep chasing up with Chris the sound. Brown. Yeah. And that's the difference. Jay-Z never chased the sound. When autotune was the shit, since we since we we'll talk about T-Pain, when autotune was the shit, Jay-Z came out with Jay-Z came <laughs> out Deal. with the death, death of, of autotune. Auto-Tune. <laughs> like that's not going to be it. Sorry, can't yeah. help you. This is not going to be the sound. I'm telling you I'm the sound. That's the difference. Jay-Z's always, this is my sound, this is my lane. I'm not trying to go be no actor. I'm not trying, I do this rap shit and I do this business shit and I do it better than most. That's been his lane and that's what he stays in. Usher has tried to chase the sound and I think that's where you lose fans because it's like, now this isn't my music. I can't relate to you anymore because I don't do the young, because now you're the old dude in the club. (laughs) You never want to be the old dude in the club.
3: Got you. Um, I'll say one last thing on that. Uh, Out of, you know, all the places I've been to, um, I've heard Jay-Z. I haven't heard Usher. Like, I was in a country, uh, shit, I don't remember. It was either Slovakia or, no, it was (laughs) Bosnia-Herzegovina.
2: You seen Marvin's face when you said that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Lex. I was in. So
0: so I just before we finish, before we finish, let's go over Delmi. What's dummy, what's your nickname? What's the one I gave you earlier?
3: Uh political Carmen San Diego or something like political
0: that. Political Carmen San Diego. And we're yeah. gonna call you Flex Luther. Go ahead.
3: Continue. Wow. Uh, anyway
2: I like Flex Luther. That's a good one.
3: <laughs> I, I was in this random country and I was walking down uh one of their streets. And they were playing Jay-Z. And I just thought that was like the craziest thing in the world. Because these people don't even speak the language. But there he was. And obviously understand every word because it's in English. Um, But yeah, no, I haven't, you know. There's people that you hear internationally and people that you don't. No matter where they are and and what stage they are in their career, you can hear them anywhere. Music is
2: big. Music is global.
0: It is. I've had it's. cousins
2: in Haiti who began to learn English from NSYNC.
3: Oh, how cool. Yeah, right? Every little they couldn't carry do. a
2: conversation, <laughs> but they can sing the song word for word with perfect enunciation.
3: Wow, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Frank. And tell me, give me your old school vibes of the week.
3: Do you want me to go first?
2: Yeah, you can go first.
3: Um, So the old school vibe of the week that I have is one that's just kind of the core has been playing in my head for several days because it was just the summer solstice, solstice last week. So I've been listening to Summertime by uh, Will Smith over and over and over in my head.
2: That is such a great song.
3: <laughs> it's a, it's a, it makes me happy.
2: It Summertime really Madness by Kool and the Gang. Great sample.
3: <laughs> it just makes me very happy. So every time I listen to it, I'm just like in a much better mood.
0: It it really uh, is one of those feel-good songs. Yeah. And definitely. it doesn't feel like summer until I've heard it. And I haven't heard it yes. yet. So I'm so when I put it on the playlist, <laughs> I'm definitely I, like, I'm going to probably play it like two or three times. It doesn't feel like <laughs> summer until I hear summertime. So, all yeah. right, all right. that is a good one. That was a good one. Frank?
2: You know another song that kind of makes me feel like summer, but I guess this is strictly a Miami thing from our generation. The high C song, Graduation, but the Power 96 version of it <laughs> when she's talking about fighting Lucy. <laughs> yeah. See, Demi knows what I'm talking about because she's laughing. She remembers it.
3: Yeah. I remember Yeah, it. I remember it.
2: <laughs> wow. It's loud. just like,
0: it's just like in during Christmas. Power Ninety Six has Power Ninety Six does a very good job Del berrito, of making de Belen, sure or something like that. El burrito, con mi burrito, sabado yeah. voy camino de Belen. De Belen. <laughs> yeah, on my donkey, that, on Christmas. the way to Bethlehem. That and is when's Christmas. that come in, and it can't be the regular, the little regular yeah. little kid. It's got to be the DJ last booty beat. <laughs> tuki 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 tuki, tuki 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 tooki I put up that mi burrito.
3: Let me stop. <laughs> I'm loving the spanish,
0: amen, amen. <laughs> I'll remind you I'll tell you guys one day on the one day on the podcast, I'm gonna tell everybody about when I didn't know I was black. Totally a different conversation. It's full of racism and youth. uh, what a story. Uh, oh, yeah,
2: you got it. You got to tell that one cause I don't even know that one,
0: yeah, I don't Can't tell you hear
3: it
2: all right, Frank. Give
0: me your old school vibe of the week.
2: Clips grinding.
3: Oh wow.
0: No argument here. Dang,
1: Honestly, I when I started to
0: talk about the 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 Komi Burrito song, I wanted to do the little, the little, the little booty beat with a little pencil. <laughs> Right when I said it, <laughs> I knew that would fuck up the audio. So when you said clips, clips like that grinding beat is literally
2: Man.
0: That was our generation's like, hey, if somebody wanted to spit, it was literally the first beat. Give me a pencil, <laughs> give me a give me a big blue pen. I'ma scar up this table and I'm gonna <laughs> get it going. And don't let the don't let the nigga who know how to play, who know how to do the beat real fast with, with two pins. Cause and he could put
2: have, a, 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 a hey. snare drum on it.
0: Hey, I'm just
2: saying the grinded beat has to be the the most simplest and hardest beat ever. Like there yeah. can't be, like that the song had no melody or anything. It was just the beat. Yeah, yeah. Simply, I can't, right. I can't
3: even tell you the lyrics besides just the chorus right now.
1: Cause
2: from ghetto to it to backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's all, Man, don't let me get started. Don't get started. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: neighborhood woofer.
2: <laughs> Call me sub like that, Jack, on and off the track. All right, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop. What's your old school vibe?
1: Um,
0: my old school vibe of the week is bigger than Maurice's whole career. Is Destiny's Child, Survivor. <laughs> um, written and penned by Beyonce. Should
3: have known.
0: Um, Also with an honorable mention, an honorable mention, Go Hard by Kanye West and T-Pain. Cause to me, that's that's literally Kanye's two, some of Kanye's best work is on that one song. Some of Kanye's best work is with T-Pain specifically. But Ooh. Go Hard has one of the hardest, hardest verses that Kanye's ever spit. I go the hardest, flow so retarded. I'm disgusted with myself. I mean, ugh, where do I start? <laughs>
2: I know he was in the the penalty box for a while, but man, he has some hard verses, so when you say that's one of his hardest verses, I'm thinking like, is it because he has some sick verses
0: spin around and vomit
2: it's don't get me wrong, it's tough I'm not gonna say it's not, but
0: fuck the beat up so bad won't nobody get up on it sorry,
2: I just cause I, I can't help so it. I love Kanye. it so... yeah I, really I mean old Kanye was I mean he was a monster. Absolutely
3: oh, yeah. a monster. For
2: sure. You looking
0: at who made me
2: rich? I'm sorry. I'm done. That, one of my favorite Kanye <laughs> West I,
0: I, I gotta go back that and listen to it. Whole verse, word for word.
3: At least you got right. some songs you'll be listening to on your playlist.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add <laughs> both of those. All right, guys. Give me a new vibe of the week. Tell me.
3: So I cannot escape and have just officially become obsessed with uh, telepatia. Which means telepathy by Kali Uchis. She's the Colombian American oh, artist. I love
2: that song.
3: Obsessed with that song. That
2: song is hard.
3: It's it's such a like, she has a
2: few lines in English, yes, and the rest of the song. I have no idea what she's saying, but it's such <laughs> a beautiful melody.
3: It is, it's very sultry, very like sensual. It's uh it's a song about basically long distance, and she's the the hook, I think, is something about making. I didn't know you could make love telepathically or something like oh. that.
2: Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what she's saying.
3: That is what she's saying. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very, very
3: good. I, I love that song. And I tried to not love it, but it's so damn Only catchy She
2: says something about you can take a private plane, but yeah. I didn't. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's a long distance. That song is thing. sexy then. Oh, very. Yeah. Yeah, she's, a, like, I, I looked into her, and she's she's a very sensual and sexual woman, based on her Instagram, from what I've seen so far. And she's been doing Instagram a lot of What's the Instagram for it.
2: the listeners?
3: I, I think what it's... Hey, I love, I love how Frank, Frank tried to pose that. For Frank the said,
1: listeners? Yeah. As,
0: as soon as Dummy said it, Frank grabbed his phone and said, hey, so what's the Instagram for the listeners? Yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: Uh, so listeners, doing research. Uh, doing
2: research yeah, right, 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 right.
3: Listeners, uh, yeah, of course, the, guys. This is what it is. It's Kali, which is K A L I. Uchis. Down. Slow down. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. K A L I, and then U C H I S, and then Sam. C H I S, like Uchis. Uchis, okay. yeah.
2: Where's she from?
3: She's Colombian American. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's a she's a very interesting person, um, and right. interesting. that's her vibe. You
2: mean fine?
3: <laughs> she is very pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's pretty. Um,
2: oh, one of these pictures in Miami.
3: Yeah, she. she I don't know where she like. Where? I don't know where she resides exactly, but I know she's Colombian American, so she's somewhere from here in the states.
2: Yeah, these pictures are like they from, taken from Star Island. Oh, nice. she got money, money. Well.
3: Yeah, this is, I think, from her second album, this song. Um, But this is a solely Spanish album, although the song is kind of like a Spanglish thing. But that's kind of like her whole vibe. And that's the reason why I think I love it so much, because it just feels like a vibe. Like, you listen to the song, it just puts you, like, in a a really good headspace.
2: As somebody who doesn't understand the lyrics, because I don't speak the language, (laughs) I absolutely love the song. Matter of fact, when I heard the song, I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't, I couldn't listen to the chorus and get the title of it, so I Shazammed it. Yeah. And it's on my playlist. Like, that <laughs> song is hot.
3: Love that song.
0: All right, Frank, give us yours.
2: Vince Staple, Law of Averages. This is his latest single. This song came out on the 18th, just a couple of days ago. Um, It's a slow flow on this song. The video reminds me of... Uh, it's almost like a, a bad dream he's having in the video, but it's a it's a dope song. It's just I like his flow on it. I like the the pace, the vibe of it. It's cool. cool. It's not sexy like dummy song. It's just <laughs> a chill song.
0: <laughs> you know we like a good chill song. Um, my vibe of the week, my new vibe of the week is a pretty chill song too. It's called "So Real" by Polo G. Uh, he takes the I want to say it's N D R E where he's like and think of a, the hoodest, non singing <laughs> dude singing she is the truth and she is so real and i love the way that she makes me feel like think of the hoodest, <laughs> hood shit over some mel with some extra melodic as me it was. It caught my ear, like you know, like sometimes your playlist. Like when your playlist finishes, they start just giving you like songs, like yeah. songs that are
2: similar. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And it
0: came on. Uh, I was on the title, and it came on. Like it just, and I was like, "This is horrible," but this shit <laughs> vibing a little bit though. And ever since, it's been stuck in my head. And Loki, I like. I I, I fought with Polo G. He he got a couple good songs that that He's- I like. So.
2: <laughs> Oof. As far as the new artists go He's one of my favorites I like him He's dope Yeah
0: No complaints over here So Tell me Frank Anything else you want to bring to the table This is a formality thing Honestly Your answer should be no No <laughs>
2: Frank No I'm good
0: That's right Because my dog is tired 11, 12.
3: <laughs> pass past time. and
0: on. Yep, yeah, you you know it. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where three young professionals today got <laughs> together, brought issues to the table, and chopped it up. This is episode fifty. I want to thank you on behalf of my co-host. We appreciate all those who are day ones. This is. We're on the line with someone who was a day one who truly was a big supporter in the beginning, <laughs> who who even told us that, you know, we let her know that that you know this podcasting thing wasn't too crazy and it, it's it's an easy <laughs> thing to get into. Her podcast is amazing. Um so yeah, I just want to thank everybody subscribe on now, behalf of me.
2: The simple yes. politics. We'll thank let them go and get and show all her, her some socials love.
0: And, and do all her promo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, As you know I'm your co-host Marvin A.K.A. Young Saint Why is God bless Walking out of your parents' bedroom After relieving your mom's stress Mr. Flexo and Alexo, About to make your best Hold my neck So the type of nigga You thought you could step over Your girl tastes better Like a slice of pizza This is June 24th. I ain't got no problem With leftovers <laughs> Mr. Unproblematic But I'm still a problem Ready to turn sundress season into undress season? That man beyond. The latest CDC recommendation is a dose of me because I'm Vax Kellerman. And the man to the right of me can only be.
2: He's that man beyond. I ain't no sidekick, but I be robbing. A real man of still. Get it? Man of still. I school old hoes, so I guess I'm Professor X. Not Scott, but it's my summer. Fuel up the blackbird. We only go runway on this runway. I'll show you how to do this, son. One day. <laughs> who else but me? The F and F and D. I can only be who I say I be. Frank. me and me aka Carmen
3: San Diego. Right. Politics,
0: political, political Carmen San Diego. We gonna do it right <laughs> one more
3: time. Uh, me aka political Carmen San Diego. A.K.A. Flex Luther, apparently. There we go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) And my most important, A.K.A., is the host of the Simple Politics podcast.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And where can they subscribe to you?
3: Well, my podcast is on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, my socials. For uh, Instagram, it's the Simple Politics. And then for Twitter, it's the Simple Polly.
2: Awesome! What's up? You guys subscribe, follow Delmi. She's great, very insightful with her content. You She love keeps
0: it. us informed. Literally, right. I I don't follow. <laughs> see, I don't really watch the news too much. I don't follow a lot of those news networks. I follow. If Delmi's talking about, it it's probably something I should pay attention to. So.
3: <laughs> Thank you, guys.
2: Yeah, hey, we try. Go ahead, Frank. Close us out. You can email us at the samurai professional podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on, itter, on blah, blah, blah. You can... <laughs> <laughs> So you can hit us up thing, on
0: Instagram. I want you to hear how he'll he'll say on the first part, he'll say, you can email email us at the samurai professional, take off the S. Podcast, and then at the end when he says it again, he'll say the Samurai's professional podcast. I never understand. It's always it's always the exact same way. I never get it. But go ahead, go ahead. I I never understand how he does. He'll add an S to one thing and then remove an S from the other. It's crazy. Go ahead. I usually just let you cook because people people just get it. So I just.
2: It's something that I this is every why, episode why. <laughs> hey, this is probably why nobody hits us up because I'm sending them to the wrong place
0: <laughs> every time. Every time I might keep this. Every time it's amazing. <laughs> it blows my mind every time. He'll he'll add an S here and then he'll add he'll put the S in a whole other word that it's not, but it's. Crazy.
3: As a listener, as a listener, I do sometimes pay attention to hear if he'll add or take away an S.
2: Just, okay. Just All right. So that I particular. apologize, people. <laughs> All right. You can email us at the samurai professionals podcast at gmail.com. Is the S in the right spot on that one? Okay. Good. Or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the samurai pros. Hit us up with comments and questions or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram and Clubhouse at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can I find you, more? You can
0: reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and I'm still debating about what I'm gonna do with Clubhouse because it's been so long since I've used it.
2: Well, now Twitter has the 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 talk spaces now. So we can we can actually do that since we're on Twitter mostly anyway. And you besides right. Maurice is on Clubhouse thinking up the joint, so we might not want
1: to go
0: there. <laughs> ah, Maurice, please shut the fuck up. Last line, Frank.
2: You didn't tell them where they... Oh, you did say where they can find you. Oh, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. (laughs) Peace.